Hi, everyone. Troy Sage here, your host of Real Estate Talk. And in this episode, we're going to discuss the five key factors of buying new construction. We're going to discuss price, the true pricing of homes, availability, builders upgrades, what you can and can't pick to have put in your new home, the process of buying new construction. Is it the same or how drastically different is it from buying resale? And what are the time frames from the time that you find a property that you want to buy until you're actually going to get keys for that property? Check out this episode of Real Estate Talk. Hi, everyone. Troy Sage here, your host of Real Estate Talk. And in this episode, we are discussing the five key factors of purchasing new construction. So let's get down to it. Let's first talk about price. If you're driving around town or you're looking at new construction online, you need to understand that the price that you see is not necessarily the price you're going to pay for the property. Now, the builders are not trying to deceive you with pricing. For example, when you see a sign that says home starting at $300,000 or home starting at $500,000, I need you to keep in mind that when that sign was placed by the community that they're building in, that is where they started their pricing. But some of these signs are on the road that have been there for a year, a year and a half, sometimes as little as three months, and the prices have changed drastically. So when you're seeing the pricing, understand that that's where the home started when they first started the project. The same thing happens on the internet. The builders simply don't have the time to go in and change pricing on a weekly basis. Remember, we have a supply and demand issue right now, not only in housing supply, meaning how many homes are actually available, but we have a supply issue in regards to two by fours and drywall and labor shortages. There's shortages everywhere, countertops, cabinets. So as those prices inflate, the price of the new construction is going to go up as well. So to get the most accurate pricing, my suggestion is reach out to a local professional, a licensed real estate agent or broker that has a relationship with the builders and they get weekly updates on where the pricing is today. The other way you can go about it without using an agent is you can actually call the sales office or call the builder or get on their mailing list and get weekly updates. So don't be deceived or think that because you see a sign or an advertisement on the internet that says homes are starting at X amount of dollars, that that is what you're going to pay for that freshly built home. Now let's talk a little bit about availability. So a lot of people are thinking right now, we want to avoid the bidding war in resale because inventory is so low and homes are being sold anywhere from 100% up to 125% of list price on resale. Part of this has to do with supply and demand. Again, not as many homes available to purchase as there are people that want to buy. The same thing is happening with new construction, meaning this, the builders can't build fast enough. So the days where you could go sit with the builder, walk into a, a, a model home, talk to the people about building your home and have keys in 90 to 120 days are long gone, at least in today's market. So availability is very, very scarce. So when you see a, a community that's being built, most of the time, the majority of those homes 
those lots in the homes are already sold or there is some type of uh, hierarchy or waiting list that we'll get to in this podcast in, in regards to timeframes and the process. But availability is not what a lot of people think. I've talked to many buyers and they, they want to just go buy new construction because the thought pattern is they can find a lot, find that builder and have that home built. And within three to four months, that home is ready. That is not the case. So if you're thinking of new construction, it's vitally important that you have a plan B. You need to plan out at least 10 months, if not more, before you're going to get keys for that home. And that is from the time that you actually have a contract with the builder. And we'll talk more about this in the podcast uh, in regards to the process and timeframes. So have a game plan when you're buying new construction. They are not ready, willing, and available homes right now. So I want you to think about that. Let's talk about the builder upgrades and the options that are available uh, for you or to you uh, in buying new construction. It used to be you could find a builder and in a community, and when you walk into the model home, they will give you four, five, six different options and different option packages. Um, some builders would allow you to pick everything from your basic flooring up to upgraded flooring, uh, your kitchen. You could design different things in the kitchen. You can have a center island or not a center island. You can have a, a game room or a media center or a loft. You could choose from all these. That has changed drastically. Because of these supply and demand issues, the builders need to pre-order things like cabinets. They need to pre-order all their supplies for the most part, down to drywall and screws and nails and how many plugs, so on and so forth. So what the builders are doing more now than ever is they are pre-designing the house that they're going to build on a particular lot. Meaning this, if you have a plan A that is four bedrooms uh, with a master suite or the owner's suite, whatever you want to call it, and three additional bedrooms or a den, you might get to choose from two bedrooms and a den. But more times than not, the builder is already going to decide in advance if they're going to make that den actually a bedroom by adding a closet because they have to have the, the right supplies to build that particular home. The builder is also going to predetermine your kitchen layout. They're going to predetermine a lot of them are predetermining what cabinets go in, what countertops go in, what faucets go in. They're going to predetermine a lot of this. So the days of being able to go to a builder and say, I want this lot with this model, with these upgrades are far and few in between. Now you do still have upgrades and options that you can choose from. They're just very different in today's market. For example, some of the builders are offering uh, buyers the opportunity to choose the home that they want, and they will give them two or three or four different packages to pick from. And those packages are combined packages, meaning if you pick this type of flooring upgrade, it's going to come with this type of cabinet. It's going to come with these countertops. It's going to come with this tile in the bathrooms. But if you pick package two and you like this particular kitchen uh, layout and these cabinets and countertops, it's going to be a predetermined type flooring that's going to go in throughout the entire home. So some of the builders are actually giving you packages to pick from. Now, the next option that you're going to see from builders is they're not going to give you much of an option or builder upgrade package available at all because of this supply and demand issue. 
So some builders are actually having their design team or staff pick all the upgrades for the home minus maybe a specific um, flooring type or paint color. Everything else is predetermined what's gonna go in that property. Again, they're not doing this on purpose. They're doing it because of a supply and demand issue. The days of being able to purchase a property from a builder and do the least expensive upgrades and then upgrade later are, are far and few in between again. You're finding that these builders are already upgrading things like staircases. They're doing upgraded uh, countertops. Uh, it's very rare that you're going to find a countertop in a kitchen that's for mica or Wilson art like we used to or tile countertops. Most are all going to solid surface, be it quartz or granite or some type of solid surface countertop. So when you go back to the price and when you see homes starting at 300, don't think you're going to be able to go in and purchase a home at $300,000 and then after you move in, uh, be able to upgrade your entire home at a lower price. It's just not working like that. So the upgrades are still available. You just have a smaller package or a smaller amount of upgrades uh, to pick from. Now, the process is extremely different in today's market also. Again, it used to be you could find a builder, pick a lot, maybe get on a waiting list, pay a premium for a corner lot or a cul-de-sac lot or a pie-shaped lot. That process is totally different. You know, you pick the lot, pick the model you want to have built, and then a couple months later, they start building the home. Each builder has a slightly different process, and this in itself can be its own podcast and video cast. We could talk about this for well over an hour. I'm going to simplify this the best we can and not bore you with all the great details. There's several different processes in, in buying new construction. The first process is the waiting list process. You find a neighborhood you want to purchase in, you find the builder, and you get on their waiting list, and they go through the pecking order of who signed up first to the last person, and eventually they sell homes to every person that's on the waiting list that still wants to buy by the time they can break ground. That is slowly going away. Uh, the waiting list is turning into something that, look, that looks more like this. You get on the waiting list and the builders are doing a first come first serve basis from the waiting list, meaning that they take everyone on the list and as they have lots available and they're ready to start building more homes, they will send an email out to every person on the waiting list and first come first serve basis, the people that respond within 24 hours to the email that they're interested will have the opportunity to actually purchase the lot and have a home built. So the waiting list, because in some cases there's over a thousand people on a waiting list, that is, is sort of going away. Some builders are still doing it. And if you're on a waiting list with a thousand people, the odds of getting that home anytime in the next 12 to 18 months is pretty slim. So waiting list is number one. Number two, what builders are doing is they're saying that they have inventory and there's no waiting list. But what they're doing is some of them, not all of them, some of them, what they're doing is they put you on a list and they send you an email. And as lots become available, you bid on the lot. As you're bidding on that lot, you are bidding against maybe a thousand other people. What the builders are then doing is they're taking their best return on investment. So if you're buying a Model B, which is say $500,000 with all the upgrades that they've already predetermined, 
and you have a lot and the lot is starting price at $3,000, if somebody bids $10,000 on the lot and you only bid eight, the one at $10,000 is gonna get the lot and have the home built because they the builder has just sold the lot for $10,000, which is more money in their pocket than someone bidding $8,000. It's an auction situation is what it truly is. Now, some people might think, well, that's just rude and, and that's, it's not right. Well, it's no different than the resale market. If a seller is selling a pre-existing home and they list it at 500,000 and somebody writes a $510,000 offer and the uh, entire agreement is identical to someone at 500, the seller is going to sell for that extra $10,000. So process two is where they're auctioning off the actual lots right before they're ready to start breaking ground. And when I say right before, we'll get into timeframes, but when I say right before, that's anywhere from 30 to 30 days to 120 days before they actually break ground. So they're selling their lots. And in some cases, they're predetermining what model goes on that lot. I know this gets very confusing. So I'm doing this podcast because new construction is not as easy as it used to be. It's just not the same process. So number three, the third uh, technique in which builders uh, will use is they will take your information. If you're interested in buying a home from them in a particular community, and then as they're building properties and they've already chosen all the upgrades and they get roughly 90 days from a certificate of occupancy where they can actually sell the property and give you keys, they will put it on the market and say, we have, for example, we have four homes available uh, coming out this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We're gonna take offers on those properties and come Monday or Tuesday, we're going to determine who we're gonna sell the home to very much like resale properties right now. And believe you and me, what the builders are doing is they're taking the offer just like a resale seller that's gonna be the best situation for that seller, for, for the builder and the seller. They're doing the exact same thing. So this option is where they have the home all picked out. The sticks are up, it's almost built. They're 90 days from handing out keys and they start taking offers on the property. Uh, you might get to pick uh, a few of the upgrades, but for the most part, they picked probably 90% of how the home is going to look. And then the last, the fourth process or the last that is being used right now uh, in new construction is what we call the, the spec uh, system, where the builder has predetermined everything about the property. They have the home built on the land and they are about 90 to 95% complete, almost like walking into a resale home and they put it on the market. They either list it with a real estate agent like myself, or they just put it out on the market to say, this home will be available. It's now April. This will be available for move-in in June. And you get no options to pick from. They already have everything in place. They're just finishing the property. And again, these builders are doing the exact same thing as resale. They're listing the property. For example, this home was available at $500,000 and they're taking the highest and best offer, a win-win situation. So uh, I'm, I'm doing this podcast because I don't want people to think that buying new construction is as easy as finding a model and cutting a check and three to four months later, you have keys to your property. That just doesn't happen. Now, with that being said, let's talk about timeframes. Builders across the United States right now have an average, and I would like to say a minimum, of a 10-month turnaround time. 
that time starts, the, the clock starts ticking when you actually have a contract in place with that builder, if it's one of the, the first two options of purchasing a home. So let me give you this scenario. You find a property you love, you're on the waiting list, they reach out to you, you say, I will buy this lot, I will buy this land, let's build the home. You are then going to give your earnest money a deposit and you're going to hope and pray that you have keys within 10 months. Most builders are falling behind that 10 month average that they're, that they're giving their buyers. Number one, it's due to supply issues. And number two, it's due to labor issues. You don't have enough people working. And number three, the, uh, the inspectors for the county and the city for the, where the home is located are inundated, not only with con new construction, but with, with anyone that's rehabbing their house or anyone that's doing additions on their home. So the building inspectors are inundated. And that is one major hurdle that we're having out of the three, one major hurdle is getting inspectors to the property to actually sign off that the home is sound and everything's ready to go. So timeframes in buying a property, unless it's a spec home, remember the spec home is, is it's basically done and you're going to have keys within 60 to 90 days. The timeframes are on an average of 10 months. I've seen them last as long as 18 months and the sellers or the, the builder slash seller can't predict exactly when the home's gonna be done. I know it's frustrating for buyers. It's also frustrating for the builders. Believe me, the builders wanna build homes. That's, where, that's how they make money. They don't make homes sitting around with their tractors and their workers not working. But when they're handcuffed by not having enough supply, there's not much in which they can do. So to wrap this up in this podcast about the five key factors of purchasing new construction, as a home buyer, you need to think about these things. Think about the price. Think about the availability. When, you know, when is this home going to be ready? What upgrades do you truly get to choose from? The process that we just explained and the timeframes. The last thing I want to mention about new construction is this. Let's say you get into a contract with a builder and you have determined the price is going to be $500,000 to purchase this property and the lot, everything complete. You need to understand that due to supply and demand issues and getting things done in a timely manner, that that $500,000 could change. The standard new construction contract, there's a paragraph in there that in layman's terms and bullet point for you states that if the builder incurs more costs, the buyer is going to absorb those costs. And we're seeing that. We're absolutely seeing that in new construction where somebody's in contract at $500,000 and it's taken eight, 10, 12 months to build that home. By the time that home's built, it's gonna cost 10% more. So it might cost $550,000. The good thing is that the builders are keeping the buyers in the loop for the most part to say, hey, unfortunately we're falling behind price of lumber has gone up, price of labor has gone up, your home is now going to cost X amount more in dollars. Are you, do you still want to uh, pursue the purchase of this home? If you don't, they are allowing the buyers to walk away and they bring in another buyer. This is the supply and demand uh, challenge that we have in the market today. So just because you're in contract at $500,000 doesn't mean that that price can't change. Now, this used to be you get locked in at a price and the builders weren't changing the price, but it was a different era. It was a different market. During that era, a couple of years ago, we were still having homes built within three to six months. 
And six months would be a stretch. It would take a long, you know, that would be a long build time. Usually three to four months, you're having a home built. So in buying new construction, to wrap this up, it is vital, in my opinion, that you work with a trained professional, somebody that's going to walk with you down this path to purchasing new construction. A good real estate professional is going to have relationships with the builders in the area that you're looking in. So a good realtor is going to get updates from that builder weekly or have uh, you know, every two weeks a phone call with that builder. They're going to keep you in the loop on the process, the price, the availability, is it an auction situation for the lot? Is it a spec home? So on and so forth. So to keep it stress-free, I highly suggest that you work with a real estate professional. If not, then get on that list. Go visit all these models, get on the list. And just like any other investment, watch what the market is doing. As you see, home prices are still going up. Be prepared that if you saw a home three months ago where it said starting price is $300,000, they may be in the $500,000 range at this point in time. So new construction is fantastic. I love new construction. There's nothing like a new home. It's like a new car. You get that new car. The new home has the new home smell to it. It's got all kinds of great things in a new home and things that older homes just simply don't have. Some of the smart home technology is all built in. There's lots of great upgrades in a new home, but it is a different process. If you have any questions or comments about the process of purchasing new construction, please uh, hit a DM or send me an email, troy at troysage.com. If you would like to be interviewed on our podcast, please let me know. I'd love to have you on. Let's talk about what you do in real estate, or let's talk about your views on real estate, and let's spread the word to the rest of the country of what's going on in the real estate sector today. I appreciate you watching this video and listening to the podcast. Please spread the word. Please subscribe. And as always, my friends, make it a great day.